What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Taming the Financial Chaos podcast, where we embrace uncertainty, we embrace the chaos, because we are working to establish control. My name is Matt McCoy. I'm a financial advisor and a certified financial planning professional out of Greensboro, North Carolina. The name of my practice is Principles of Financial Planning. You can find us online at principles with an L-E of financialplanning.com. That's principles with an L-E of financialplanning.com. Well, hello there, ladies and gents. How in the world are you? Great to be back with you. I'm glad to have you on board once again. Uh, you might recall from our last podcast that uh, what I've got for you today uh, is a, a brief little podcast on AI, uh, kind of a follow-up or a companion podcast to our episode number four that we did on uh, on robo-advisors. And to kind of set the stage for today's podcast, let, let me share with you how this kind of came about. Um, recently ran across a quote or a comment uh, regarding AI, and I'm not going to spoil basically the ending of the podcast by going ahead and share it with you, but it really gave me a different perspective or I guess even kind of a conclusion uh, that, that maybe we all should reach uh, about something like AI. And then had a friend of mine remind me of a story uh, that came out of the military not too long ago um, about, you might say, AI going rogue. Um, now that story, I'm going to share basically that story with you right now and, and where I'm reading from, it comes from uh, a piece, uh, from wired.com. Uh, this came out June 8th, 2023. The title of the article is why the story of an AI drone trying to kill its operator seems so true. Now, let me share just a, a few lines from this article uh, that basically do a good job of, of telling the story of what we're dealing with here. Um, it goes like this. Did you hear about the Air Force AI drone that went rogue and attacked its operators inside a simulation? The alarming tale was told by Colonel Tucker Hamilton, Chief of AI Tests and Operations at the U.S. Air Force, during a speech at an aerospace and defense event in London late last month. It apparently involved taking the kind of learning algorithm used to train computers to play video games and board games like chess and, and Go and having it train a drone to hunt and destroy surface-to-air missiles. At times, the operator would tell it not to kill that threat, but it got its points by killing that threat. So what did it do? Well, it killed the operator because that person was keeping it from accomplishing its objective. Now, let me take a step back. So here's what we have in this situation. We have a form of AI, artificial intelligence, that was created or used by the military for purposes of taking down surface-to-air missiles. I guess a point I would highlight is the simple fact that we're not talking about the military using a drone uh, equipped with AI or you know part of an AI uh, program to go after human beings. You know this drone, its objective was to take down surface-to-air missiles, but in the course of doing that, somehow, some way, the the drone figured out, for lack of a better way of putting it, it figured out that in order to be more effective at the objective it was given, 
it needed to rid itself of what was standing in its way. And what was standing in its way? Well, it was a person. Now, full disclosure, and you might have already kind of gathered uh, something about this from the, the title of the article, but this story, as told by this Air Force officer, obviously related that this was an actual event, not that a human life was actually lost, but it was a simulation, so to speak, um, that if there had been live fire involved, the outcome would have been an actual death of a human being. But in this case, it was apparently just a simulation. And I think it might be fair to say that the Air Force, as related later on in this article, the Air Force went on to say that it wasn't an actual live simulation, so to speak, using, you know, actual drones and, and things of that nature. It was kind of a round table brainstorming session is kind of the impression I got from the, uh, the description of it. I will let you decide how a round table discussion, so to speak, gets translated into an actual simulation you know, using live drones and, and that kind of thing. And you can probably gather from the title uh, of this article again, like I said before, that mm, there, there's a question there. The story seems to be absolutely possible, if not probable, frankly. And it's really difficult to understand how someone goes from a roundtable discussion to a, a live simulation, so to speak. But again, I will leave the details to you and you can discern for yourself whether we're dealing with the truth here. Regardless of which version of the story is true, you know, whether we're dealing with an actual live simulation or just a, like a roundtable discussion, let's treat it as if it were a live uh, simulation and let's break it down from that perspective. Um, the first place I would start with, with doing that would basically be to, to use a comparison and it would be a comparison between an AI soldier. Uh, that's the phrase I'm going to use. So, you know, if we're talking about the military, they're using drones. I'm going to go ahead and call that a soldier, uh, but an AI soldier versus a human soldier. Now, one of the key points about AI to know is it has to be told everything. Uh, in other words, it has no ability to observe things on its own and discern meaning. So, you know, for instance, you, you take a bucket as an example. Um, it doesn't know what that bucket is for unless it is told what it's for. And one way to, to kind of understand why that is, you, you think about the things that we use on a daily basis, you know, the, the way we identify things, it's predicated upon how we use them. And ultimately the, the reason we use things the, the way that we do is because, is because we have wants and needs. So essentially what you could say is our wants and needs drive how we use the objects around us and how we understand how they're useful to us. So based on that, just a quick question, does a drone have any wants or needs? In case it's not obvious, no, it doesn't. So there's no basis for AI or for a drone to look at an object in its environment and understand how it's useful. And so if it can't make that kind of an observation on its own, well, then the only alternative is for it to be told. 
And so when I say AI has to be told something, you know, I'm definitely talking about the parameters of the programming that goes into, you know, the initial framework of AI, but I'm also talking about the additional material, uh, so to speak, or the, the additional information that it is given, uh, you know, to learn and, and to train. So the key point to be made there is that if it has to be told everything, then everything it is provided is created by humans. In the situation that has obviously been described as a, a drone going rogue might be more accurately described from the perspective that, you know, it wasn't so much that the drone wasn't following orders. It's really a question of whether the orders it was given were thorough or, or sufficient. So the issue that raises is that it's more likely the reason the drone went quote unquote rogue was because it was not given the proper order. In other words, there was an order missing. Now, some questions might already be popping in your head, you know, related to this situation, but I'll give you a few that, that popped into mind. First of all, what if AI, regardless of the setting in which it's used, what if AI is not told the right things? Secondly, what if it's not told everything it needs to know? Or maybe we might say, what if it's not told everything we think it needs to know? And one more question for you. How do we know when it's been told everything it needs to know? Now, one thing we can say uh, about the human soldier, so to speak, is, is that we all know that humans don't do what they're supposed to do. Therefore, we all know that there are soldiers who don't always follow orders, at least not perfectly. But do you think, though, that officers have to order their subordinates not to kill their fellow soldiers? Do you think that's an order that actually has to be given? It is true that soldiers have to be trained how to behave in certain situations to prevent harming their fellow soldiers. But harm that results from neglect, so to speak, is not the same thing as harm that results from intentional behavior and the consequences that would provide evidence of that. Now, speaking of consequences, what do you think the consequences were for the drone that killed its operator? Were there any consequences? How would you even exact consequences uh, upon something that isn't exactly alive? Now, the reason that I would give as to, to why that matters most, why consequences matter most, is because consequences are essentially our way of enforcing accountability. The reason why consequences achieve that objective is because it forces a person to think through his or her actions before they act. Thinking something through implies that we assign value to the results. In other words, prior to making a decision, we consider the positive and negative outcomes that might result. Based on the simulation of the decision that we run in our minds, we decide to pursue the option that leads to more positive outcomes, or at least less negative outcomes. If something exists that has to be told what to do, down to the very last detail, then that means that thing has no concept of value, 
And that is another way of saying what I said before, which is objects in the environment of a drone that is governed by AI mean nothing to that drone until it is told what a particular thing is. So therefore, the drone doesn't understand the value of the object. And if you've seen my YouTube video discussing value, identity, and purpose, you know that those things are virtually synonymous. But regardless, looking at things kind of from the opposite perspective, we can, we can also understand those key points by simply noting the fact that if AI or a drone governed by AI could observe its environment and recognize objects for what they are, and so therefore they understand the, the value or it understands the value of, of an object in its environment and what it's useful for, then it would follow the same process that we do. But that's not what it does. AI follows essentially a checklist, you know, an algorithm. And again, that means meaning and value and things of that nature are being dictated to the drone. It is not able to discern those things for itself. Now, ultimately, what this means is that you can't hold AI accountable. And the reason you can't hold AI accountable is precisely because it doesn't have a concept of value. And probably the best way that I can convey that point to you is to simply point to the insanity defense. You know, the whole basis of that defense is the individual at hand who's claiming insanity was at least unable to discern right from wrong in the moment when an incident occurred. And being unable to discern right from wrong means you can't establish a value for something. So if we can't hold AI accountable for its actions, then that means the only way to correct AI or correct the behavior of AI is through programming. But unless we have perfect programmers, then it would seem that there's always the risk that something will be missed. So to wrap things up, I've got a question and contained in the question is the point that I referenced before that I said I wasn't going to, to share with you uh, until the ending. Should we entrust decisions to something that we, number one, know is not perfect and number two, cannot be held accountable? Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Taming the Financial Chaos podcast just a quick reminder that you can find more information and resources uh, about my practice online at principles with an L E of financialplanning.com. That's principles with an L E of financialplanning.com. I hope you will join us next time. And until then, take care and stay healthy. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Lincoln Financial Securities Corporation, member SIPC. Insurance is offered through Lincoln Affiliates and other companies. Lincoln Financial Securities and Principles of Financial Planning are separate entities. Lincoln Financial Securities and its representatives do not offer tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult their tax or legal professionals regarding their specific circumstances.